0: Hi, I'm Jen and I'm Sophie. Welcome to a TARDIS of one's own. A queer feminist journey through time and space and yoo <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hi Sophie! <laughs> Hi! We're starting as we mean to go on this episode. Oh,
0: holy shit! Already yeah.
1: big manic energy. It is Monday. We are recording on a Monday, which so is weird. And,
0: yeah. So step one, it's a you know Mondays be Mondays. So Monday be Monday. <laughs> yeah. Um, we've been in the office together today, and whilst that's been lovely, there's been some level of deliria.
1: Yeah. Look, I did not. There was a lot of procrastination for me today. I came in early as well today. Like. I know, I was surprised. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I wanted to get some work done. And did I get work done? No. no. What did I do? I took some posters off the wall? Oh, yeah, we did that. That's true. We
0: started the cleanup. Yeah, for procrastinating. <laughs> yeah.
1: Ate a lot of snack.
0: Oh, yeah, we went to the super and got chips and dip.
1: <laughs> yep. Great. This is great content, don't you guys? Just love Woo! listening to this podcast. Uh, In general, though, my friend, how yes. has your
0: week been? Um, so, good. Mixed bag. Mm-hmm. Um, on the con side... Got my rud changed. Yeah, oh, yeah, pain. Perils of being a uterus owner. Mm-hmm. Literally, pain. Yeah. <laughs> Fine, you know, whatever. Grateful for the access, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Bit of a shit experience, mm-hmm. but as long as it sticks, they've yep. got a ten-year one in this time. Okay. So don't have to. And I mean, ten years time, I think that might be my fertility over. <laughs> so won't have to worry. <laughs> so, anymore So yeah, yeah. And then, but on the upside, I'm saving this for the pond. I've very tingly fingertips. I've started guitar lessons.
1: Oh, cute. It Who, really wait, what? How? Why have you been oh. hiding this from me? It just started the weekend. It was ab- very out of the blue. Absolute bitch. I know. <laughs> this, is, well, this is the den of lies. <laughs> How dare you keep this from me? You know I've been an aspirational guitar owner for 13 odd years. <laughs> I knew. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, no, it was straight out of the blue.
0: And, yeah, no, getting lessons for as one of my partners, if he would teach me. Because he has a lot of guitars, love, has
1: played guitar for like thirty years. Well, can he teach me? I mean, maybe can we like, do a he listens group to his podcast.
0: Sessions? Yeah, we Please. can do, jam. Do a jam. Oh, cute. Okay. <laughs> that would be
1: great.
0: Um, yeah. So, fucking hurts. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I don't have any feeling in this fingertip, but I'm just gonna push through.
1: Yeah, that's fine. Because I feel used like, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and like no feeling. Like that's fine. Like thinking it will be good, right? It'll just be like it'll just be a callus. Whatever Yeah We love yeah. a it's like the Um Yeah so I'll let you know um, I've had one lesson And I've done one practice session Which was last night And I'm going to do another practice session tonight And I'll have another lesson tomorrow Hopefully uh, Yeah,
1: You can get fucked <laughs> Anyway
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, So how are you? How's
1: your week been? You're yeah, good Off on an adventure tomorrow I am off on an adventure Yep I'm going to Auckland For tomorrow And I'm there until Sunday So gig week Gig week numero uno Woo woo Very excited So Harry Styles tomorrow night And then My Chemical Romance on Saturday And I'm progressively losing my mind The closer we get to Saturday I'm just reverting back to my 19 year old self Music March is here We've yep. been talking about it for, like, a year. I know. I've been sitting on these MyCam tickets for four years. Bought them in 2019. That's insane. What yep. if someone had
0: died or well, something? Well, yeah. like, <laughs> That was on the card.
1: <laughs> I had a dream the other night that they cancelled, and I woke up at, like, 2 a.m., like, sat bolt upright in my bed, and was just like, what the fuck? And I had to Google to make sure that it was just a dream. And not a premonition. Yeah, no. So, so far, so good. But last time, when they cancelled in 2020, it was literally a week before the gig. Oh, That's no. literally... Oh, and my then God. I think we shut the border. Oh, A week yeah. later, okay. And I, at the time, I was like, "It's not even that bad here. You can come out." But anyway, the point is, finally, going to see them. I Yay. haven't seen them in 13 years. I'm very excited. Oh, that's
0: awesome. Yeah,
1: but I am becoming progressively more insane <laughs> the closer we get to the date. I've been watching your
0: Insta stories. Yeah,
1: I'm counting down my top 20 My Chemical Romance songs on Instagram every day. Isn't it cute? The fun thing about that is, of course, no one who follows me on Instagram knew me during the peak of my emo era. No, no, no. Yeah, like, like, Except for one friend. Everyone else would just be like, what is happening right now? So anyway, it's great. Love it. Love it. 10 out of 10 would recommend. We'll report back.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because in two weeks time it will be, you know. Yeah,
1: we'll record another one before I go to Sydney. Yeah, for for the second leg. Yeah, more My Chemical Romance. Whoopie! Because go hard or go home. (laughs) We ain't going home. We learned to put in contact lenses for this. Honestly,
0: and the trial. Dude, I'm so proud of you. Thank you. It's so shit. It was a trauma. Yeah. It will continue to be a trauma. It will be a trauma
1: tomorrow night when post Harry Styles, I try to pop them out at like midnight. Yeah. But we established crying helps. Yes, good. That was a good lesson. Thank you. When I (laughs) collapsed on the work bathroom floor in agony. (laughs) Drama! Am I the drama? Hi, it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. Okay, on that note. Yes. Get into it. Let's do an episode episode summary. summary. Yeah. So this week we watched The Runaway Bride, which is the Christmas special after the end of season two. And it, the Doctor, is baffled when a young woman is transported to the TARDIS on her wedding day and attempts to find out how she is connected to an alien plot to destroy Earth. Bechdel test. Let's get it out of the
0: way. F- first things first, that little summary. Did you get that from the internet? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Young woman. Interesting. I, she was younger than I remember her being. I thought mm. she was, it was like 40s, but actually she's 30s. Yeah, she's in her 30s there, definitely. Interesting, hey? But I think because I was so much younger, I was just like, miscellaneous yeah, which...
1: older person. <laughs> she's in her 30s. She must be dead. <laughs> like... <laughs> um, okay,
0: yeah. Bechdel test. Yes. Yeah. I think yes.
1: She talks to her mother. She does. The Ragnos Queen is also a woman. I mean, a female presenter.
0: Just uh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> she talks to Neris, her frenemy or sister. Frenemy. Yeah. I love frenemies. I love when she accuses the doctor of being like in on it with Neris. Like Neris hired you to kidnap me. Like,
0: <laughs> it's so. like wow, you really. This is main character energy. Like,
1: everything. Well, I think that sums Donna up quite well, mate. Yeah. character energy, actually. Okay, that's true. Okay, well, that's good to get the Bechdel test out of the way. Yep. So, yeah. Discussion question. Yeah, go for it. Okay, so,
0: uh, my turn to pick. Toyed with some different themes. I think, like, on the nose one would have been marriage, yeah. which is very interesting from a feminist, queer perspective. Mm-hmm. But maybe there's an opportunity to pick that up later. And then I was like, oh, anger? Donna has a lot of anger. She has a lot of rage. Mm. And... Specifically and understandably at the beginning of this episode. But generally, she's just an angry person. Like, I think there's lots of probably emotional reasons for that. But anyway. You say she's in the red zone. Oh my gosh, I've had that feedback that I was in the red zone. I was not. A <laughs> older male manager could just not deal with me giving him feedback in a way that wasn't meek. And therefore, I was accused of being too passionate and instantly in the red zone. Much like Donna. <laughs> Whatever. Anywho. Mm. So, yeah. So the topic I went for is manipulation, mm. which is very big and broad. And so, as always, we will not do a full assessment of this, but we'll we'll have a crack. So in the episode, this sprung to mind because it's a very stereotypical kind of yuck interpretation to start with of, like, they show up with some flashbacks. Like, Donna has, like, forced, basically manipulated Lance into marrying her and so she's very much like i want this wedding she even says near the beginning of the episode like i've waited all my life for this Mm -hmm. so she's like found this guy very stereotypically like like latched onto him and been like he'll make a good husband material i want my wedding i want my big day Mm -hmm. and like manipulated him into that Mm -hmm. but then later in the episode we discover that actually uno reverse (laughs) uh lance is in cahoots with the rachnos scary queen, mm-hmm. and he has been manipulating Donna all along, but then the Ragnos queen has been manipulating Lance. Spoiler! Uh, yeah, so there's yeah. lots of manipulation.
1: And also, Donna is quite manipulative, I think, in how she reacts to things. Like, horrible that they have the reception without her. Like, it's just like, they're having the reception <laughs> without, without men. The doctor's like, yes, I get it. But... You know, everyone's having a crack at it, and she just fake cries. Yeah, and she just yeah, fake cries. Yeah, absolutely. which is very manipulative. By it you, is extremely yeah.
0: manipulative. The yeah. fake cry. I mean, classic. It's a classic of the genre as well <laughs> to just <Class>. do a <laughs> wink over the shoulder. Yeah, no, great point. Great point. The doctor is manipulative. Mm-hmm. Maybe like a little, not less on this episode, but generally he has form mm-hmm. for manipulating situations, right, mm-hmm. to his advantage for what he wants. Yeah. Typically, at the cost of humans or anyone else around him and then taking it down this like feminism queer angle like there's a lot of manipulation going on there i mean toxic masculinity manipulating of typically female presenting people so in the old school nuclear family husband wife hetero situation of like no you need to stay at home and be my wife and you know it can Mm. be quite abusive can be quite toxic But also, I would say, it's kind of interesting to think about manipulation as a safety, protective strategy. Mm. So, like, maybe you manipulate what people think of you in the workplace because you don't, you can't be your true self. So it's easier for them to think of you a certain way mm. and then have a certain view of you, which is probably not truth because you can't be who you
1: are. Yeah. So. Yeah, if you're either hyper feminine, we have a colleague who'll be like, I'll just lean into my... Yep. blonde bimbo mode, right? Mm. To get yep. something done. So that's kind of a manipulation, yeah. right? But it's a protective thing for sure. Or yep. maybe you're a queer guy and you're like, I'm just gonna act super masculine and that is manipulative in a way too. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, I was also yeah. thinking of how manipulation is also weaponized against women, especially younger women, like in their first relationships, for example. Mm. So you get into situations, especially sexual situations that yeah, they don't want to yeah. be in, but they'll just get manipulated Mm. into
0: it right yeah absolutely interesting and then we see that often with like a younger we were talking about it in like a personal sense from like a friend of a friend recently but Mm. like that older guy much younger partner typically female sometimes not always but kind of manipulating their understanding of what a relationship is and so you know it's not it's not. A, it's like a weird power dynamic mm. to be like, oh no, this is how you're meant to be, and this is how it is, and this is the world, this is adulthood, yeah. with someone who's much older than you, and then it's kind of gross. Manipulation, drive to survive. <laughs> Christian Horner, Christian, and Max Verstappen. Horner. He has been groomed into being this like you are like at, like I mean he was always kind of an aggro like he's an, well, he has kind of an aggressive to be, style. To they all are. Yeah. Yeah. But he has been really groomed by this fucking Red Bull principal and CEO. Oh, my God. Are we going to (laughs) get
1: sued by Christian Horner? No, I doubt it. I doubt it. I mean, please, Christian. Oh, my God. Please do it because it'd be very funny. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, so I'm just going to double down. Yeah, so
0: totally manipulated. Mm. And that's in, like, a kind of an interesting mask on mask. Like, it's not always women and queer people that come at the end of this. Like, no, and Christian yeah. is a
1: classic example of this. Uh, apologies for this descent into <laughs> Drive to Survive podcast, which maybe we should do because we've got a lot no, to say. actually, so much to say. But he manipulates everyone all of the time. And if you watch him in the background of the Drive to Survive episodes, he's always, like, talking in someone's ear. He's always mm. talking to someone else, like, whether it's the Williams team or whoever, he's always just, like, having little chats. Yep, and yep, it yep. used to be against Toto, yeah. our face. Oh my god. The man, but, the myth, the legend. Yeah, but... Jen would climb him like a tree. Not just me. I know, me too. Yeah. like, yep. It's the posture. It's no, it's it the posture. height. It's just <laughs> everything. Yeah. The whole thing. It's accent. Anyway. Yeah, like, Christian is just always manipulating the situation, which is why it's so funny when he gets he's so petulant when people do it against him, and it's like, no. Yep. If you're gonna play the game, you have to handle it when it's turned back on to you. Like, it's just it's just annoying but manipulation definitely and I think the patriarchy manipulates women as well or like Mm. not even just women like people who are not within the structures of the patriarchy right Yeah. yeah. because it's telling you this is what you need to be in order to have value this is what you need to be in order to succeed or just get ahead in life and so by doing that it lays it on so thick you feel like you have to and that is manipulation right like you think you have to present a certain way or behave a certain way because that's what the system tells you. That's yeah. Bit, yeah,
0: really interesting. And then when you're like, okay, fine. So I've been put in a position where, for example, Donna, you know, she probably feels that she has limited power. Mm. And she's like, well, I am going to manipulate this to my benefit. And then in that case, just prime example, like she realizes that people are having a crack at her at the reception that happened in her absence. And so yeah. she's like, fine, I'm just going to manipulate this to my Yeah,
1: and often you think you can manipulate the system because I am a big believer in manipulate the system before the system manipulates you because I am a Slytherin (laughs) but this idea that you can play the game and that will get you ahead like I'll play along and then I can make my move and sometimes that is just a pipe dream like I'm thinking of in Pride and Prejudice what's her name the the friend who ends up marrying Mr. Collins because she's like what other prospects do I have (gasps) off the top of my head Jane, no, that's the no. sister.
0: Lydia, is that a sister?
1: Yeah.
0: Fuck. Okay, no, yeah, but with respect you know. to the mousey one, yeah, we know she's like and I'm t- I am marrying no Tom Holland. No prospect. Tom Holland as the yeah, 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 the curate.
1: You know, lots of women would have done that because that's the option that you have. What other choice did you have? Like, if you yeah. didn't get
0: married, you
1: were. And fucked. she,
0: like Lizzie, has a crack, and she's like, excuse me. I don't look like you. I'm not like pretty and gonna get all the guy turning the guys' heads. Oh my god, I Love Island reference. Yeah, turning heads. <laughs> <a taste>. but, <laughs> but yeah, so she like puts her in a place to be like, actually, like I have few fucking options. I'm older,
1: and I'm scared. I mean, right, I have That's very limited
0: saying. power. Absolutely, like mm. sucked limited power. So I'm gonna manipulate this to the best of my advantage because, I mean, in her case, it's literally survival. But then she does also yeah. manipulate
1: him because I'm just thinking of the Kira Knightley film, which I recently saw because she goes yeah. to oh, okay. visit her right and. then he's just pottering around being annoying as he is and she's like go work in the garden like she
0: manipulates him into thinking
1: that he wants to tend the garden and so he's just outside all the time so she doesn't have to deal with that. Because she is
0: like doesn't actually like him but he's a safety net and
1: And a roofer over her head. He has to go and like hang out with fucking Lady Catherine de Bourgh who's trying to manipulate Darcy into marrying her daughter like it's just the whole time I'm so glad I am not living in those times. I would have had a bedtime.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we'd be spinsters.
1: They were best friends. <laughs> just, just girls being, being pals. pals,
0: living together forever <laughs> in a house with one bed. <laughs>
1: like. Oh, they were so poor. They could only afford <laughs> one bed. It was only one bed. Our favourite, perfect <laughs> tribe. <laughs> anyway
0: (laughs) okay so yeah
1: manipulation (laughs) love it
0: yeah so sometimes it really does come down to like you said you mentioned our colleague like use what you've got and i think quite naff but don't hate the player hate the game yeah (laughs) right like we're operating within this system and
1: sometimes you
0: gotta just crack on and that's why it kind of pisses me off that like yeah, in the context of this episode. I like I feel like it's an easy it's an easy place to go with being like she's wedding obsessed. She's Yeah, she's like it comes across as kind of classist. Yeah. Early on in the app where it's like oh, you know that she was she was working as a temp and then she got a job um, at this fancier company which turned out to be Torchwood affiliated. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. Also, she was there as a temp receptionist. Or like, did they say secretary?
1: Yeah, secretary. Oh yeah,
0: and Lance was the head of HR. That is inappropriate relationship in the workplace. Yeah, just saying.
1: Mm. Power dynamic.
0: Yeah, absolutely right. So that was kind of gross, but yeah, yeah. The just episode, I don't know. If it felt it felt like fucking lazy writing mm. to just be like, oh, and she was so obsessed with her wedding, and and then she just got. I mean, he was pushing her. Actually, it turns out to get married because he needed her. But she just comes across as, like, sad and needy and desperate. Well, this is the thing yeah. with Donna,
1: right? Like, she's so abrasive. Like, she's yeah, really yeah. abrasive. But she's also very emotionally vulnerable. I think there's, mm. like, you know, that kind of insecurity that just comes through when you realise that. Like, this brashness is, like, yep. a front for the soft underbelly, right? Mm. And I think you see her with her mum, right? And she her mum is so overbearing and so overly critical, like, accusing her of faking her disappearance. Like, just being so dismissive of her. Yeah. You can see that she's kind of had her self-esteem just destroyed. And I think mm. there's this whole thing about she thinks getting married will solve all her problems. Like, if she rushes into this relationship, it'll fill the void in her life. All the other unhappy things will be magically fixed. Because this is what society tells you as a woman, yep. right? Like, yep. if, you're just, if you are just fall in love, if you just get married, you know, your life will be perfect. And relationships cannot fix you, which is a nice follow-on from the end of Doomsday, actually. Mm. Because that's what we learned there as well. Like, don't tie your self-worth to one person. Yeah.
0: And we see that coming through in this episode that the Doctor is still not okay. No, he's very
1: much not okay. But but he's he's still grieving. He's had literally no time to process, right? He's just said goodbye to Rose, which he didn't really get to do because he was dithering. Yeah. And then he's just straight into this chaos. And he, like, throws himself into it because I think he loves avoiding Mm -hmm. any sort of emotional resonance. But... Donna kind of pulls him up a couple of times about Rose and you can see he just doesn't he doesn't handle it. Like he tries to avoid it or he just gets quite upset. And I think Tennant does such a good job of just communicating the doctors kind of like just how old and tired he is and how much he's lost just in those quiet moments when he's Mm. just kind of like got that 10, what is it, 100 yards stare? Yeah, thousand yard stare. <laughs> yeah. though,
0: and he can switch that in a second mm. from being that, like, the light Manic. behind his eyes totally changes. Yeah, No. He's, I've said it before, I said it again. He's a Kraken actor.
1: Yeah, he really nails it, hey? Yeah. I feel like it wouldn't have had the connection. Doctor Who wouldn't... The revival wouldn't have worked as well if it wasn't Tennant who carried this bulk of the season because he is yeah.
0: so
1: good at it. I'm not saying that the other actors weren't good, but there's something about this switch that mm. he has there's lovability as well. Yeah, yeah, But he's also really dark at times. Like, at the end of this episode, he's kind of like just, I'm just going to stand here and drown, which, you know, I relate to.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah, so, um, maybe just taking it back slightly to the more macro level, Mm -hmm. this entire episode, chaotic as fuck energy. Yeah. It was Russell T. Davis, I noticed at the beginning, but, and it's a Christmas special, so it kind of sits outside the, but they all are kind (laughs) of standalone (sighs) episodes. But, it particularly sits outside, mm. <laughs> like for one, the music. Mm. Like it's a totally different soundtrack. I feel yeah, like it's, it's giving it a re- and it's, it's got a, as fuck. It's
1: got a real like action yeah, hero yeah, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. It's like
0: go 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 from the like the absolute a, answer. Yeah,
1: there's a lot of running around, and also we've gotten used to hearing like roses theme and teens theme and stuff. So Donna's got her own theme as well, so that mm. would be missing from the score. So that's yeah. something different as well. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I think they're really hamming up that kind of comedic viewer angle and the mm. absurdity of Doctor Who. Like, are they really leaning into it? Like, the fact that they're trying to flag down a cab or the yeah. TARDIS is, like, chasing a cab down the <laughs> motorway and yeah, there's just a lot of stuff. Like, he's promising to catch her and then she just, like, falls on her flight. It's like, there's a lot of kind of comedic twists. Yeah. But then, it's really dark in the end there's kind of like emotional whiplash where you go from the silliness to just like oh god literally yeah. and I think
0: Donna plays a really cracking role in the emotional tenor of the episode at the end when she's literally shocked and appalled yeah That so the doctor kills the Rak'nos children mm. and their evil queen mum is just aghast and Donna's
1: like what the fuck yeah And And then she's like, I actually don't want to travel with you. Yeah. She's like, "Mm." And it's quite a nice juxtaposition to the previous companions. Well, like Rose that we've seen, right? But also the other like one-offs, like Raynette or whatever. Because Donna has no illusions about who the doctor is or what he's capable of. She doesn't Mm. come with that kind of like magic that the others had. Like she's not as forgiving. Because she's not a fucking child. No. I just always come back to Raynette being like, the doctors worse the monsters and donna's gone hmm, actually no no actually that's all good yeah. but she does say to him find someone promise me one thing find someone i don't need anyone yes you do because sometimes i think you need someone to stop you yeah which is a valid point i
0: mean She's literally seen him in this one scenario, and it's quite a generalisation of his character. But she's right, obviously. And he always takes this thing of, like, why would you not, like, want to see those amazing things I can show you? Because humans are so tiny and weak and limited. And it's like, yeah, do one, mate. Maybe she's actually happy.
1: I do think, like, this is a particularly dark time for him, because he has lost Rose, right? And. Also, he's yet again had to kill off a species for the greater good. Like, he's oh, had, made now. the decision, like, I'm going to kill these children. <sighs> Genocide. And then you have that flashback. Like, it has to flash back to what he did in the Time War, right? Like, he yeah. basically made this decision for his own people. Yep. So, he's just not having a good mental health day is basically yeah. what I'm vibing. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So. I do think, I will say, the Ragnos Queen is a bit cringe. Like, so oh, OTT. So,
0: okay. So, I was like, what the f- I totally forgot about it entirely. And then I was like,
1: wow. And then I was
0: like, who the fuck's in there? And I was like, I know it. And you know, when you know a person, but you're like, you couldn't place it. And I Googled it. And it's Sarah Parish, And she is great. Like, if you Google her, I bet you would have recognized mm. her classic, like one of the 10 British actors.
1: Yeah, looking my um, favorite.
0: From the last 15 years. But, like, yeah, she's just great in those kind of really gritty drama roles. Mm. And so this is like so inside of her. This is basically pantomime yeah. compared to well, what she usually does.
1: And yeah, yeah. I think making that pantomime comparison is interesting because I do think the Christmas specials kind of veer into panto, mm. but panto is a very English. It's thing. It's a very English thing. Though. Yeah, doing panto at Christmas time as well. It's yeah, just like yeah, yeah. like a British institution, yeah, it right? So it's weird, but you know, it's almost it. <laughs> forgivable if the yeah. Christmas special veers yeah. into panto. Uh, personally, I think she was doing a great job. I just
0: think- she was so into it.
1: I just didn't like the body paint. I'm like, I okay, think yeah. this body paint is very
0: very. Intense. I wrote down Spider-Centaur question mark because yeah, well, that's I what mean, she is.
1: Spider-Centaur. Can you just think of the hours to get this prosthetics on? I also don't think that ship is very particularly aerodynamic when it's got like, you can't see me because this is an audio medium but I'm doing lots <laughs> of a weird It's a seven arm. point
0: star and Jen is doing that with her arms. Dude, why do you need aerodynamism in space? I don't
1: know. When you're entering <laughs> the atmosphere of a planet, don't you need some sort of Aerodynamism to get through.
0: I mean, yeah, maybe to some degree, but like most of the time, we're a spaceship just spacing around. So
1: spaceships just be spacing around. <laughs> science hour was so good. Okay, on the subject of science
0: hour, I wrote a note.
1: My favorite. So hour. at the end of the app, when they're
0: like, we've they've dug a hole to the center of the earth, every child's dream. They went digging. They went to the center of the earth, and then the doctor decides to flood it with the
1: Thames, which is now drained.
0: So. So now the center of the Earth is filled with water, which obviously would have like evaporated. I'm sure before it got anywhere near the heat of the center of the Earth. But I feel like this would have done some damage. But we're just like <laughs> fine, whatever. Has he filled the hole in? Like, we no. Some
1: cement down there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, also represent to the Thames tidal barrier. <laughs> I do love the Thames tidal barrier. Like, I think they're cool looking. It's and the it's, flood barrier. Yeah, yeah, yeah it yeah. looks
1: cool. It's a cool looking thing. I'm glad they put it in there. I'm always like, oh yeah, the Thamesbury
0: Yeah, just so we can save it from the floods oh. I mean, for a little bit And then climate change will really kind of crack on But, you know, best, good to dream
1: Maybe we should get some here
0: What, like just some... like to surround the country? <laughs> on the hot. Oh, ho- oh yeah, as a homeowner yeah. You've got bigger concerns now
1: Yeah, I need a flood barrier I think I'm just going to build a raft under my house So I can just
0: Like, float the house away? Yeah You're saying this to me, genuinely three hours after your Why Does New Zealand Move Houses rant. That is stupid, okay? (laughs) Like, side
1: point. But why does this country move houses around? Like, the other day, I was literally stuck behind a truck with a house on the truck bed. And I'm like, no other country does this. And the houses here are objectively shit. (laughs) So why are you moving it in the first place? It's got no insulation. It's not double glazed. It's colder outside the house than inside it. And you're moving it to a
0: farm. Like, good job. And then you always have to do remedial work, because obviously you've moved (laughs) a fucking house. So,
1: like, cracks have happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, anyway. If you live in a country and you're listening to this, where they literally pick up a house, put it on the back of the truck, and then move it to another location. Please email us because I would like to know if anyone else does this. Thank you. Love you. Continue. <laughs> Engagement. Explosive baubles. Christmas yeah. link. Just floating in the air. Yeah, it a- felt
0: like a tentative. I mean, she was like, I hate Christmas, so I'm getting married on Christmas Eve and then we're going on holiday. And it was like, I don't know, whatever.
1: Yeah, and I mean, the Christmas Santas that are attractive.
0: Yeah, are Robot her. Santas was weird. It's Robot back- Mercs.
1: Throw back to the last Christmas special, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. True, and like spinny Christmas tree, it didn't really do spinning as much, but the spinny Christmas tree that so we had. What a yeah.
1: Christmas
0: tree, yeah, yeah. Get mm-hmm. down to the evil lair basement, and of course, segways.
1: <laughs> segways that felt very two thousand and six. It did.
0: Segways never really happened, eh?
1: No, that's the whole thing about the creator of Segways who rode a Segway off a cliff and that's how he died.
0: Oh that. my god, dude, segue to dark topic?
1: Accidentally, I don't think he did it on purpose. Oh fuck! He like, he's himself like. He's like. No. Oh, that might be an urban legend, but hey, let's go with also, it. Also, lol, if that's an urban legend. <laughs> let's just roll with it. Misinformation. <sighs>
0: yeah. Do you remember, like, urban legends before? the internet like, well before like socials mm. like
1: because the internet we've
0: kind of technically always had the internet but like not in like a meaningful sense like no one was urban ledging it in, in like 97 when it took like 45 minutes no, to load google because
1: remember that everyone was like oh my god is the blade witch project actually real oh my god was... there was a rumor that we're in
0: my school that marilyn manson had had a rhythm removed yeah i
1: remember that rumor. so it could
0: self fillate <laughs>
1: like who the fuck made up that rumor that rumor got to south africa yeah, that, I was in
0: small town Devon. Everyone had that remember. That was sure. genuinely like 2000. Yeah. Like, where did that come from? I didn't know who Marilyn Munson was. Um, <laughs> okay, quickly, the Donna topic. I remember saying to you before I watched this app, not a fan of Catherine Tate. Mm. And I was a bit like, eh. But then I was like, oh, actually, you're a bit annoying. But like, whatever, I'm kind of into it. And then you were like, Donna annoys me.
1: Yeah.
0: And I do like that she calls the doctor out on his shit. And I also like that. I don't know, like I said, the lazy writing thing, like it feels like she's kind of like a, She's a bit two-dimensional at points. Yeah. And it's just like dumb and like offensive. And they're using this whole classist, sexist, misogynist thing Mm. where they don't treat her well.
1: But she does end
0: up with power at the end. She's like, thanks, but no thanks. I don't want to borrow your shit,
1: mate. Yeah. And I do like that. I do like that she holds them accountable in a way. Mm. I think what I don't like is how she goes so extreme as a Mm. character. She's always like really extreme. She doesn't really listen. She doesn't really take stock of a situation. She just goes to, like, max volume, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's always at, like, level 11. It's not helpful in a stressful situation to have someone like that. But um, I just find that frustrating. I would find that frustrating if I was in the doctor's shoes. But I do think when she comes back in season four as a character, she does grow a lot as well. Yeah, okay, But I also just, I find that kind of, like, oh, I don't know. I don't do well with people who are so emotional all the time. And I find, like... Especially in the early season four, and we'll talk about this when we get there. Like, I really struggle with some of her early episodes because it's so annoying. Like, I don't like yeah. when characters behave that way. I'm just like, this is unhelpful. Yeah. And you're fucking stuff up as a result of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, I'd, I would not want you to work in my high-pressure, responding-to-real-life-situations no. so, type of environment. So, yeah,
0: I recognize. And, you know, this you are self-aware. Like, you are extremely good in a crisis. And so I think that makes you hyper-aware to when people are not
1: yeah well like I used to say to our former colleague like, you are up here and I need you to come down here <laughs> yeah. because you being up at like level 20 is unhelpful to all of us you're just yeah, flapping yeah, yeah. around like a headless chicken Yeah. come down calm down and come down <laughs> but yeah I don't know I just find that when I am in a tight situation time slows down for me like I can get so much mm. more done in 5 minutes when shit's really kicking off than I can yeah, in 5 yeah, yeah. minutes yeah. because it focuses you yeah, like, Where? yeah, I just, I don't know what it is. I was talking to someone else about this who also used to work in real-time crisis situations and they don't have this experience at all. So yeah, Donna would be unhelpful in that situation. You
0: yeah, know, she really would.
1: I don't like her volume. Yeah. She is shouty and it is annoying. She's very loud. She's always going to give away your position as well to the enemy. Yeah, yeah, true, right? Is that internalised misogyny that we're asking a woman to be quiet? Okay, so, I mean,
0: maybe? But also, I was about to say that I'm watching The Last of Us with one of my partners, and we spend a lot of the time being like, shut the fuck up, the zombies will hit you because people are clomping around. (laughs) Like, just have some fucking sense of silence. Yeah, Yeah. so. But Mm. maybe it's because I've just internalised to always be quiet. Lol, not true.
1: But, I mean, yeah. There's a time and a place is what I'm saying. Yeah,
0: I'm just like... But also I do, and a lot of, as my friend, you know this, my partners know this, I don't like to make a scene. Yeah, well, I
1: feel like... Because
0: I have a lot of embarrassment. So... It's
1: also just in your nature as a...
0: (laughs) repressed English. (laughs) I'm pretty non-repressed for an English person. Yeah, but
1: you don't don't like making a scene. No, I don't like
0: making a fucking scene. Like, and I will abandon anyone who is with me in a public location (laughs) if a scene is being made. I will shun you. I'm not with them. (laughs) Yeah, literally. I will run away. I will walk fast, obviously, because running will make a scene. But I will walk fast. (laughs) Good to know. (sighs) Yeah, don't. I've had, literally, I've had partners who think it was hilarious and, like, try and make a scene on purpose. I'd be like, you don't understand. And then also take it the wrong way and be like, why are you embarrassed of me? Mm. It's not anything to do with you. I just don't want people to perceive me.
1: I think if you're making a scene, I am embarrassed of you. (laughs) Depends. Is the scene justified? It very rarely is. This is the problem with scenes.
0: Um, Any random observations outstanding?
1: That was all of them.
0: Okay. Uh, general high level again but I feel like it's a much bigger budget to this ep mm,
1: interesting
0: like it just seemed a bit more polished but I think as Ten's series has gone on it's felt
1: more yeah, polished right? more money right? yeah
0: yeah yeah compared to like early Christopher Eccleson and like like Mickey and the Melty Bin <laughs> like that kind of <laughs> that kind of situation I feel like we're streets ahead of that like the TARDIS mm. was alongside that car on the motorway and yeah it looked a bit janky but it didn't look that bad yeah. compared to how bad some of this like the fire blob,
1: fire <laughs> from blob. like
0: app one, yeah, like so bad. And this yeah. is like eighteen months, like two years apart max, right? I feel like they've just had a lot more money thrown at it, yeah, which is cool.
1: And technology has come further as well. You can't rule that out. Things develop, you know. They yeah. probably have new software available to them. <laughs> Tell me more about your understanding of digital <laughs> software. <laughs>
0: no, but it's great. It's a great point. So yeah, that is true. I literally have seen nothing of any of the recent like I genuinely stopped watching like halfway through Matt Smith mm. so who knows what it looks like now is it like super fancy is it super high tech do they keep the spirit the joie de vivre of it <laughs> being a little bit budge
1: no I don't think so like I watched the first season of Jodie Whittaker's season and I can't really remember but cool just looked high def but yeah I mean, there was very little joie de vivre in general <laughs> Anywho, we can look forward
0: to that in five to ten years We we get to that watched, I watched this episode on the weekend with one of my partners, and he was like, oh, I can't wait for you to get to the Matt Smith, and then even better, the Peter Capaldi years. And then he paused and was like, eventually. I was like, you don't understand how far away that
1: is. I love Peter Capaldi as well.
0: (laughs) I know, me too. And then we had a whole thick of it. Like trap, so fucking love the thick of it. So that
1: that actor has range, such range. Did you have a standout moment from this episode? Oh
0: my god, did I? <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> thanks for asking. So I do
0: think I liked the drama of the Ragnarok Queen. Mm-hmm. It was just fun, whatever. And I think maybe because I thought of it as like, yeah, that like y like yeah. it's a hoot. She's obviously just an actor reveling in being so extra, covered in red paint. She's got eight eyes. A lot of eyes. She's just having a fab time.
1: Disturbing.
0: And what else? Um, yeah, generally the whole Donna calling the doctor out. Mm. I appreciate. I mean, I felt that like the slap was kind of unnecessary, but like the sentiment was good. Mm. But you don't need to slap him. Like, you know, that kind of like casual violence thing is a bit gross.
1: Yeah, we've moved on. I think. Yeah, I feel
0: like then it was just like a lull. But now it's yeah. like you literally just assaulted him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Other than that, I was like, I didn't, I didn't hate the episode. Mm. I liked it probably better than a lot. It didn't have like hilarious one-liners or.
1: I do like the whole like I think for me the stand at the moment was this Martian spaceman bit. I do quite enjoy her <laughs> just being like and he's like I'm not from I'm Mars. not from Mars but I quite enjoy that.
0: But then the whole plot hinges on that because the thinks he's Martian. <laughs> but so this Ragnos being, "Oh my god, this Ragnos being has existed for billions of years and doesn't know what a Martian looks like and just assumed he was a Martian."
1: Well, there's a lot of species, so maybe you can't keep track of them all. Do you know what well, every species well, of ant well. looks like, Sophie? <laughs> You're like they all just look the same to me. Oh my god, am I racist to Yes, You are. They all
0: they do look the same to me. (laughs) No, sometimes they're bigger, sometimes they're smaller, sometimes they're red.
1: Riveting. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, I'm starting a botany uh, podcast. (laughs) Um,
1: Yeah, so I don't know. I also really, another stand-up member for me is the ATM scene when he's just getting really annoyed at how long the person in front of him is Yeah, that's hilarious. Like jumping from foot to foot. I'm, like, at me. and then, I was literally getting something from the ATM on Saturday because it's the past. Oh, wow. And yeah, I know. And the woman in front of me was taking so long. And I'm, like, oh, my God, I can't believe we used to do this all I the time. I
0: accompanied a partner to an ATM recently. And genuinely, I was, like, I've not been here in 10 years. I don't know if Does it said. still, like, where...
1: How does it? Yeah. You can even use it without a card these days. What the fuck? So you can't. How? how? Yeah, there's a button how? on the one I used on the weekend that said, press here if you don't have your card. I'm like... How does it know who you are? i probably have to put in your bank number. You know? Oh, like from the, yeah. from your app.
0: app? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. All right.
1: I do think New Zealand's particularly cashless, though, I will say. I think we've we've almost nailed being a cashless society, which has fucked everyone and the floods. But, you know, yeah, great, great times.
0: And we did have that experience today. So we are uh, cleaning up our office. We've started that process. We did half an hour today. <laughs> and um, we found a little little pottle of coins that apparently was a collection for snacks back in the day. At, like I mean, not like generations ago, like, like two years ago, years ago yeah. <laughs> before our time in the team. Yeah. And um, we had $17 and like 20 cents to spend. So we took it to the super and then fed it en masse into the into the, honestly like it's, it's go 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 in our workplace so yeah we took it <laughs> to the supermarket fed it into the self serve machine because obviously I'm not going to give this to a human because who would like your just jeans woman would be like what, what are the you fuck doing? is going on so Jen had a hilarious interaction with the retail assistant on the weekend um, yeah so and I was like whoa the last thing I paid for something you know when you have like a random coin in your car and you like put it in a parking mm. machine just to get rid of it, like, but actually took money in cash form. I don't actually even know
1: what the New Zealand notes look like. I've lived here since twenty twelve. I think the amount of times that I have physically handled cash, I can probably count on one hand.
0: Dude, it's eleven years now. Twenty twelve. Oh no, sorry sorry, 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 sorry. I'm lying.
1: Not twenty twelve. I
0: thought we haven't. we need to celebrate your decade. Twenty fourteen. Okay, so next year we do a decade in yeah. New Zealand party. Cool,
1: but. Yeah, so I can count the number of times I've handled cash on my one hand, I think. And, like, yeah. I remember one time I was using cash at, like, the dairy. And I was looking at it. Because they just changed the $20 notes, I think. Okay. They recently changed them. And so I was just looking at it. And the guy was like, it's real. It's just a new note. <laughs> I'm like, "I actually, it's not that. I've just literally never seen one before. So, Because <laughs> we just don't use cash here. No, we really don't. I've held a 50 like... Once
0: when I sold my car, I got a bunch of 50s for it. And I was like, I literally feel like a drug dealer. Yeah. And also, this is Monopoly money. They're <laughs> massive. They're purple.
1: I like that they're different sizes. Like, they're but...
0: so good for people with accessibility needs. The different sizes. Yeah. yeah.
1: Australia's the same with the different size money. That's why it's so weird when you see like American money. I'm like, it all looks the same. It's so weird. It's all the same color. It's all the same size.
0: I know. So then, I feel like I learned this from the Ray Charles biopic starring jamie fox (laughs) that he got he used to get paid in ones because he got dicked over by people being like here's your 50 dollars but it was actually like a 10 or whatever because you can't tell the difference with the dollar bills so he asked to be paid in ones and then he could count them out
1: yeah
0: and like that's fucked
1: yeah and they also paper it's just weird that's weird
0: english money is english money still paper i don't know it was when i left england a long time
1: ago i can't even remember um
0: if you're in england now is english money still paper because that's dumb because New Zealand money is plastic and it survives the washing machine I used machine. to know
1: where the ATM wasn't so hard that dispensed five quid notes because when it got to the end of my monthly pay cycle oh. that would be all I had on my account and I'd have to go get five pounds one five pound
0: note so <laughs> sad oh my god tiny violins
1: I know and then I would go to McDonald's and get a 99p cheese combo, cheeseburger combo What's what inside? so for 99p what would you get? A Cheeseburger and fries. Fuck off. Yeah. For 99p. Yeah, it was great. Holy shit. Well, maybe it was just the cheeseburger on its own was 99p. It's almost a decade ago. Um, Yeah, but don't feel sorry for me because I got paid enough money I would just use it all immediately. On fun things, yeah. play the jumpsuits. Exactly. And alcohol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> anyway. Don't be me, kids. Well, actually, do be me when you're 24, but don't be me when you're 36. Don't do that. Well,
0: actually, we talked about this today, and, like, do we have this extension of of youth because we don't have the resources? I mean, you got a mortgage recently, so now, you're like, yeah.
1: Because yeah. I was thinking that, like, being like, oh, well, I've got nothing. Millennials act young because we've got nothing to tie us to the world. We owe nothing. We have no money. I mean, actually, true. But now I have a mortgage. But I only have a mortgage. Yeah, that's true doesn't count. It's not mine. It's the bank's. Who cares? If I don't pay it, they'll just take it. It's fine. Yeah, that's true.
0: I mean, that is actually true, yeah, right? That's how like, that works? Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: So, hey. in my mind, I just rent from the bank.
0: Yeah. Fuck.
1: I just am responsible for when the dishwasher breaks. Yeah, okay. which is annoying. Because, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Well, so... <laughs> that wraps us up for the episode. I that.
0: Note. <laughs> um, cool. So, next time... Mm. We will be kicking off season three. Hello, Woo! new season. Who dis? With episode one, Smith and Jones. Let us know your thoughts by emailing own at gmail.com or find us on Twitter and Instagram. Woo-hoo. Check out the show notes for links. I've got none. Have you got any?
1: Nah. nah. It was all vibes. <laughs> uh, for the
0: references, our brains discussed <laughs> in this episode. Fun. Goodbyes.
1: Great. Bye. <laughs> Have a lovely
0: week. Yeah. All right. Um, back on track on the recording schedule. Yeah. Happy to be here.
1: Great. Love it. All right. See ya. Yeah. Love you, bye. Bye.